0: Welcome back to Home Inspector Training. I'm Garth Haslam, the Home Medic. The subject this time is crawl spaces. Now, as you're um, as you're doing the home inspection, I think there's uh, the, the last place most of us would uh, really want to go is the crawl space, and that's because, of course, there's little creepy crawly critters down there. Anything from spiders to snakes to snarling raccoons, whatever it may be. Um, make sure, and I'm, I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about spiders and snakes and raccoons because there are separate podcasts that I'm going to do on those. You want to make sure that you know what, um, what can bite you in whatever area that you are in and what to do about, about it. Again, rule number one is don't do any career enders. In this case, a career ender would be getting a rattlesnake bite or, uh, maybe a venomous spider bite. These are not things that you want to do. Uh don't do anything that's unsafe. That's uh that's the biggie. So as um you know a lot of us as we go about thinking about crawl spaces uh and there there was a show Indiana Jones where he uh, of course had a fear of fiber, of spiders. And he had to go through this area where there were just tons of webs. Be aware, as as you're going down into a crawl space, that webs tell you something. So basically, the more wet the environment is, um, the, the more you're going to see certain things. So for example, wetness is going to cause mold. Mold is going to cause small bugs that feed on the mold the small bugs are going to cause bigger bugs all of which results in spiders and that results in spider webs so you can see a history of the of the of the space just based on the spider webs that are in the area and it's unlikely that most homeowners are going to be routinely cleaning out spider webs i mean they might drop a drop a bug bomb in there but uh, i personally have never seen where somebody has gone in before me to clean out the spider webs just nobody wants to do that so you can get a very good idea of what the water history is in a space like a crawl space simply based on the number of of spider webs in there Similarly, if you have a history of water entry through maybe a corner or one wall, you will see that because that area is where the spider webs are going to be. Use this as one of your important tools as you're going into a crawl space to determine what's going on in there. Um, another item in the safety category is that you can go to a place like Home Depot and you can get a uh, a hazmat suit. Quite often, that's a good idea because if there are spiders that are uh, lurking around there, trying to trying to get you, you can protect yourself pretty well, uh, except for your your hands and your face. Just with one of those um, one of those body suits, you can get those quite often in the paint aisle, or um, there there are others that you can get. And again, that looks good to your to your clients that you actually have specialized equipment for crawl space entry. It has the other advantage that um, you can take you can get it dirty, you can take it off, and then you're not a mud ball going to your next inspection. So think about those sorts of things. But bottom line is, don't do anything that's unsafe. I need you. Your wife needs you. Your 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 kid needs you. Your kids need you, and so on. So um, better to to gently explain to the client that uh, nobody needs to die today than do something that is unsafe. Similarly, um, also in the safety category, if the crawl space is six inches deep, you can't go in there. I mean, it's if you had, for example, an unpleasant encounter with a raccoon or a snake or what have you, if you don't have any room to maneuver, you are going to lose that battle with whatever critter is in there. You need to be able to move around. So if it's if it is six inches deep, you uh, you just ride it up and walk away and and um, recommend that they dig it out so that it is more inspectable. That is one of the rules of home inspections: is, is that if something is uninspectable, it's not going to get inspected. Obvious as that may sound, sometimes a uh, a green inspector is going to assume that that he still needs to get in and do things, and that is just not the case. Nobody expects you to die in exchange for a for a paycheck on a home inspection. Now, insulation. I want to talk about that as well. As you get into there, uh, you'll you should be seeing insulation on the walls and the ceiling. And again, much depends on what area of the country that you live in. Um, Areas that, for example, Florida, you're going to require much less insulation, if any, or Southern California, maybe you live in San Diego, uh, there's a lot less insulation that goes on there than in some of the colder climates. But... You, the crawl space is very much like an attic. It is exterior space. It is intended to protect the living space from the elements. And uh, yeah, it should not be considered to be living space. Uh, again, depending on, on the design of the homes that you're looking at, but it's, it's not living space. So as a result, you want the insulation on the ceiling of the crawl space. Um, and that protects the uh, cold air or the super hot air on inside the, the living or the crawl space um, from, the, uh, from the living space. So here's some, uh, some things to look for as you're looking at that insulation. If you have insulation on the walls, that is great. It protects the, um, again, the crawl space, hot and cold air from, from the elements but, if you've got it on the walls it that can make a very good uh resting place, a very good door or home for uh critters so, for example, if you've got mice down in the crawl space and there's insulation, they're going to appreciate that home much and I have seen hundreds of mice make a home out of the insulation in uh, basements and crawl spaces. So you're going to want to look for areas maybe that have been chewed out uh, maybe uh, where they've where they've made a little home inside or a hallway or something they're going to chew that stuff and you're going to want to look for that to uh to alert your your homeowner that you have uh, a critter infestation inside that insulation. If you look at it and it looks like it's never been disturbed, there's no hallways or anything akin to that, then maybe you're okay. But just be aware that critters love that insulation. And similarly, if you're going in there and you're pushing the insulation around for whatever, just be aware there might be something on the other side that doesn't appreciate you doing that and it might bite you. So, you know, maybe you're, you're getting a snake loose or whatever. So do so carefully. On the ceiling, yes, we definitely need insulation on the ceiling. You will generally see the rollout insulation that is pushed between the joists, and usually it stays there. Sometimes it has to be supported by uh, twine or whatever to make sure that it stays up. If you have uh, some of that insulation that is sagging or maybe it's on between one set of joists and off be, between another that is the kind of thing you're going to need to write up now another story that i have is i was uh, i was called out to one particular home where the older lady thought she had mold in her house and she definitely had some years on her but she was quite sure that she had mold and so it was my job to determine you know, where her mold was and tell her what to do about it. Turns out, uh, if there was mold, it was, it was between her, her ears, but I couldn't, of course, tell her that as I got down into the crawl space, um, there was a couple of things that could have been mistaken for mold. One was where they had actually done some soldering of plumbing, um, actually in place and so as a result you've got that torch down there you got the solder and the copper lines that was down there and they had done a pretty good job of burning a little bit less than one square foot of of joist there right next to where they were doing the soldering it was quite burnt the um the plumber had done i guess as good a job as he could do considering the task that he was doing but that area was quite black do not mistake charred joist for for black mold; they are very different and they're very different to uh to be seen uh, but there was another individual who saw that black char and he told her that that was mold uh, either he was a complete idiot or he was uh trying to sell her on his mold services one of the tr- one of the two is true, maybe both. Um, but don't be that complete idiot that just sees black and then immediately goes to, well, that's mold because it might not be. Look at it closely and um, and it doesn't take much of an eye to differentiate between char and mold. So um, also in that crawl space, somebody had decided to uh, put some some straw down there. And who knows for what reason that may have been there, but there was uh, maybe enough straw to fill a small office-type garbage can. And, of course, that straw, as it's just sitting on the soil, it's going to soak up a little bit of um, of water, and that straw is going to mold. So if you see that sort of thing... Um, You'll want to just mention that in the report. It doesn't have to be a big deal, but if you've got straw down there or boxes or anything else that could mold that is sitting on or near uh, soil or that could just even get wet, then you're going to want to write that up because it's just, you know, the mold and critters are all looking for wet wood or something that used to be wet wood, and um, and boxes and straw qualify so, if you've got those sorts of things in a crawl space, they pretty much you can guarantee that they are going to mold if they haven't already, so you're going to want to write that in. Insulation uh, is fiberglass, and it does not mold because fiberglass never was wood, so uh, that's less of an issue. Now, sometimes the paper on the insulation can mold, and you want to take a look at that, but that, of course, will be a minor thing. And we're going to talk about mold more later. Um, I've got more to, that I want to talk about. I want to go to ventilation and water and mold issues and the sources and critters, and, you know, we touched on some of those, but I want to touch on them a little more. Um, inspection points that you're going to want to pay attention to as you get into a crawl space. We will do that in the next segment. More information, as always, homemedicusa.com, or you can go to nachi.org, And uh, as always, again, do me proud, serve people well, be honest, upfront, straightforward with them, and you will spend a lot less time marketing and a lot more time actually making money.